Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm glad we've got this finally set up. Um, For the listeners, this is our first episode back on YouTube. Uh, So you may get the sense that we're shifting slightly throughout as we try to get our positioning right. Because we've spent yes. the last two hours rearranging Brett's furniture. Yeah, I now have no room in my lounge room. And uh, we sh- I should have got a roll of gaffer tape so we could mark everything where everything is. Yep. YouTube viewers, you'll notice maybe that things aren't in the same spot for each episode. Yeah, but hey. This week, this is what we did with our week off. We got ourselves yeah. ready for the new appearance on YouTube. And we're here. Uh, we are reviewing the movie One Hour Photo. Yeah. With Robin Williams. Yep. Our second Robin Williams of the two drink. We did Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. I feel like we've done more. I don't know. We've talked about him a we've lot. We've talked about him a lot. Yeah. And Aladdin is going to come up at some point. Sure. Because it's 30 years of Aladdin. Yep. But I think this is our second uh, One Hour Photo. So, going through the Archie Q De Niro's. First up is alcoholic, and is it our cocktail? Now, it is very hard to find an actual Two cocktail inspired by the uh, movie One Hour Photo. I wonder why that is. Yeah. What I have found is a, a Japanese movie. No. The <laughs> <laughs> what I've found... God. Is a it's got uh, sake in it, does it? The cocktail? Vancouver Asian Canadian Theatres production of One Hour Photo. It's the okay. story of Mas Yamamoto, a man whose life was swept up by the major currents of the 20th century, from growing up in a fishing villages fishing village on the banks of the Fraser River to being confined at a Japanese-Canadian internment camp during World War II to helping build the distant early warning line in the Canadian Arctic during the height of the Cold War, one-hour photo is a moving portrait saturated with the most vivid colours of our time. It um, And who does Robin Williams play in that? Sorry? It, 
uh, was at the Persephone Theatre oh, in Vancouver Persephone. Uh, from April 8th to 18th of 2021, but was only online because of COVID. Ah, right. So while I couldn't find a cocktail to do with the Robin Williams movie One Hour Photo, what I could find is a cocktail designed by uh, downtown Saskatoon's own speakeasy parlour. And it was inspired by the Vancouver Jesus. Asian Canadian Theatre's production of One Hour Photo. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm with you. So it's called the Murasaki. Okay. In Japanese, it's the word for purple or violet and is the colour of the Haskap berry. So I meant to have Haskap gin, but surprise, surprise, Liquorland mm. in Yarraville didn't have any. No. So what we've got is rosé, gin, lemon cordial, <laughs> and topped with lemonade because I knew we wouldn't like it without something sweet in it. Well, rosé is pretty sweet. Yeah, but okay. I'm a very sweet Let's tooth. have a go, shall All right? we? Cheers. Cheers. Tastes like um, rosé. Fully, in all honesty, I made up the quantities. And I reckon I'm going to do more gin next time. Tastes like rosé with a bit of lemon. Less lemonade. More gin. It's, not, it's drinkable. It's very drinkable. Um, so that's it. It's not bad. Uh, for YouTube viewers, the quant- you will have just seen the quantities on the screen, but for listeners, you can check out our Instagram to get the mm. quantities for the one that I made up called One Hour Photo. So you just, you're going to call it a One Hour Photo? Yeah, I'm going to call it a Seymour Butts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seymour is his name, Cy. I'm going to call it the... I thought it was Cy for Psycho. I'm going to call it the random escalation. Oh, I'm going to call it the I fell asleep during the movie. Okay. Alcoholic. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, all right. So what are we giving that cocktail a score? Oh, I don't know, like a two? It's, it's as you've said no before. No offense, Lee. <laughs> um, as you've said before, it doesn't taste very alcoholic. You can taste the rosé, though. Yeah. But, yeah. But I don't think it, yeah, I don't think it's very alcoholic. Anyway, all right, so let's nah. score that. So It's actually quite sweet. So for one hour photo, the cocktail is a two. And the alcoholicness of the movie is very low. They had wine at dinner after she found out that he was having an affair because Robin Williams is a psycho and gave the kid the pictures of his dad having an affair with another woman. Yeah, and he helps himself to one beer when he has the fantasy of going into the house. So I think it's a one out of five. Yeah, one. So, And I actually don't know if you see them drink the red wine at dinner. It's just on the table. And you've given the cocktail a three. A two. A two out of five. So all out, the alcoholicness is a three out of ten. Mm-hmm. Mm. Representation. Wait, what have you given it? No, that just gets one score out of ten. So it's out of five for both. Yeah, out of five for cocktail, out of five for alcoholic. We have to agree on those. Oh, so we've agreed on that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Representation. Uh, Representation. He has an Asian colleague. Full stop. It's not. There's no representation. No, he has an Asian colleague. Yeah, that's it. All the customers are white, even. Yeah. Everybody's white. That's a one. Oh, Eric LaSalle. 
of AR of he's in three, TV's he's in ER. three scenes. But he's the like the doctor. The doctor. He's not the doctor in this. <laughs> the policeman. He's not a very good one. But he's there. Two. One and a half. Yeah, because the because they don't do they don't do anything. But also the colleague is nothing. He's just there. And I don't know if Sai is representing queerness or if it's just weirdness. Weird queer in the Weird meaning of the word queer. We'll skip that over that one. Not then. in the queer. Um, it's yeah. a good representation of creepiness. 1.5. All right. In yeah. terms of representation of different people that aren't white suburban families. Yeah, or white assholes that run a... Or, I don't want to say Walmart, but let's be honest. Or white creeps that get obsessed with families. White that, families. Uh, he might be a pedophile or not. I'm still not sure. Uh, yeah, no representation. It's a white movie. It's a very white. It's a movie. very white movie. Even visually, other than the people, it's a very pale movie. Yes, he wears white. He wears grey and beige. Yeah, but and also, it's a very grey tone of the visual of the movie. The I towels think. in the the hotel towels are white. Yeah, the hotel bed sheets are white. That guy's dick is white. <laughs> Of course, the rest of him's white. Um, cryingness. Nah. I didn't cry. I yawned once. That made me tear up. One, one thing that I didn't remember from the movie is that you know he's been arrested at the very start. Yeah, which kind of takes away a yeah. lot of the movie. I think that was a bad choice by the director. Yeah. And. I think if I hadn't have known he was arrested, because once you know he's in police custody, you know he's done something very bad. Yes, if, and, and you if, know who he's done it to. Yeah, and if you took away that scene, yep. the first 40 minutes, you would feel sorry for Sai Because he's a loser, no one, with a and shit job. And I might job. tear up then. Yeah. But I didn't. Even you might tear up at the end, but oh, nah. We'll get to that. No, yeah, actually... I might tear up at the end, but... I You'd tear up more if... The movie's, what, hour 40 minutes, yep. if that? Yeah. Spend more time going into the depth of him as a character and why he's a weirdo creep that that did what he did. Yeah. That, rather just... than talking about photos so much. Yeah. Like, I get it's about photos and everything, but... It's more about him as a character. You should have spent. Tw- you could have spent twenty more minutes on that and yeah. made it a two-hour movie. Well, and maybe, you know, when he's scratching the eyes out of the cheating husband, it also has some photos where he's scratched the face out of his abusive father. Yeah, or like, or when yeah, it's I getting, get it. or when it was he's weird. It was just because no. he's got family photos of the Yorkin family in frames in his house, as well as that super creepy wall. Yes. If you make a scene where he replaces a photo of his dad yep. with a photo of the Yorkin family, yeah, then you get a bit of oh, he doesn't like his dad. Like that could have been like you could have done a flashback. Yeah, the only reference to his family up until Eric Lasalle interrogates him is, is this is a photo of my mother. That's not my mother. I bought it at a market stall that sells photos of people. Yeah, but which I also didn't understand. Well. <laughs> That's you're meant to think that he doesn't know his mother, but doesn't know his mother is very different to his father was a abusive pedophile who took photos of him doing sexual acts. 
Yeah. They're very different things. Yeah. And so you get a little bit, you f- you would feel, I said it, you would feel more sorry for Cy if you didn't know he was a criminal from the start. But the weird thing for me was he talks throughout the whole movie about photos are great. Everybody should take photos of everything at all times, yeah. right? Yeah. But then uh, I was taking photos when I was a little kid of me doing shit. Wouldn't that make you not fo- like photos being taken? Yes. It didn't add up for me. I'm not a psychologist. I did one degree. I did one unit of psychology at uni. And it was, a nine o'clock, no, it was nine o'clock on a Monday morning. So I fell asleep through most of the lectures. Okay. I got a 50 out of 100. <laughs> so I passed. But so I'm not a psychologist is what I'm saying. But yeah. it doesn't, the trauma doesn't add up to his actions in my mind. Well, yeah. And you also don't. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but it doesn't. Unless it's just a, he's a he's a father figure, or he's a well, he's a father. The guy from Alias, forgot his name. Uh, Will Yorkin. Yeah, so he's a now a father that's doing a bad thing. So I have to make him do bad things yeah. and take photos of them. Yeah, and that is explained when Eric Lasalle asks him two questions, but. At no point in any other part of the movie no. do we think that that's a possible thing. And we don't... There's only that one thing of the, him buying a photo of someone to pretend that his mother for us to think, oh, he didn't have a good family life, which is why he's attached himself to this family. But then if we add that to the fact that we know he's been arrested and he's in a threat management unit, yep, then we don't feel sad for him because he's a baddie. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's also um, the start. It was like, oh, he's obsessed with this family because he's in love with the mum. Is he though? Well, that's what I thought at the start, right? Yeah. Then, because he does say to Will, "You have a very beautiful." Does he say you have a very beautiful wife or a family. very beautiful family? Family. I yeah. Think. So I think the thing is family, not. But, and then I her. thought, is he a creepy pedo that's obsessed with the kid? Because he goes to his soccer training. Right? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. And then the great soccer coach. Are you all right? Yep. Okay, moving on. Uh, No. Yeah. I know it's 2002, Uh, but still. um, That soccer club does not have a good child safe policy. Nope. Take away that guy's working with children check. Um, And then I thought it's obsessed, but then it obviously became a thing that he's got no one and he wants to be part of our family. Yeah. And we got that, but then he loses it. He loses it a bit quickly. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't cry. Okay. We- <laughs> <laughs> um, he does lose it very quickly. It's a zero for crying. Um, he does lose it very quickly. It goes from double printing every every photo the Yorkins bring in to my eyes are shooting out blood. In a dream that's weird. Yeah. He hasn't had a other dream since in the movie. It's not like he has dreams. That progressively get worse. No, he doesn't have dr- no. Oh, he has little f- fantasy moments. He has when fantasies, he's- but that's not while he's sleeping. He's st- he's the creepy yeah. stalker in the car who sits and has a fantasy about going into the house and oh, Uncle Si, I thought you were going out today. No, I'm having a beer on your couch. No, I'm doing I'm- a poo in your toilet. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, there is a lot of things 
weird with this movie. I know it's meant yeah. to be weird and creepy, but it's weird as in weird decisions about how to make the movie. I don't think it's done very well. I think nope. Robin Williams is very good. I think Robin Williams is okay on a scale of um, the kid acting to Robin Williams. He's the, probably the best in... The, the, his acting's the best in the movie. Right. Eric LaSalle's good in his two scenes. Eric LaSalle is Eric LaSalle. And Agent Phil Coulson, who is his assist Eric LaSalle's assistant, yeah. who is from Avengers. Yes. He is good, but he's also kind of the same as Agent Coulson. Yeah. Um the the yeah. Horniness. Okay. Their amateur porno photos. He yeah, bit horny. Are weird. They're also but weird. But also yeah. like two thousand and two. Yes. This is pre only fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I was I like, just, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much about porn, but they weren't good shots. No, I just like, <laughs> was that what porn used to be like? <laughs> what, in print, I don't know. No, but like, I don't want to say too much about porn. Let's have a ten minute discussion about porn. Is that what? And what? Do, anyway, I'm not. No, we're not going to talk no. about. Well, that porn. guy, it, the, he didn't have the internet. Clearly, the internet was a thing in 2002, though. Yeah, it was. So were digital cameras. Yeah, because she says go digital. We're going to get to endurance. Oh, I'd be out of a job. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I wrote in my endurance notes: is that he now is out of. He a now job. is at well because he's in prison. Yeah, true. Um, the amateur porn shots are horny. This is where I thought maybe he was horny for the wife, right? Yeah. But then he wasn't. But then maybe he still was. I think he's hornier for the family. He's horny for a family connection. Yeah. In an emotional sense, not a sexual sense. Yeah, but our horny scale is not emotional. No. It is horny. So um, what are we giving it? It's a one point for the... One. Yeah. Will Yorkin's pretty horny, though. Oh, he doesn't have an affair. That makes him horny. That's a 1.5. Yeah. Okay, we'll go 1.5. Okay. Insults. Basically anything the um, manager, the store manager, Gary Cole, said. Yeah, but it's not clever. It wasn't clever. He was just an arsehole. It's just like, you're a fucking weirdo, Si. Yeah. Is the basis of his insults. So that's a one as well. I couldn't tell you any though. You know, there's no quote. No. I could be like, I'm not going to call him, oh, start calling him in a fuck knuckle. Enclosure. The type of house they live. This is my favourite category, enclosure. enclosure. <laughs> um, in the end, the enclosure is much the smaller. Enclosure is very small. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't, well, they have a big house, the Yorkins, because they're rich. Yes. But he and has he an only, apartment. He only works. I think the Yorkins is the main house you see in the film. I'm going to say a three. The Save Mart's big. Three. That's not a. That's not a house though. It's an enclosure for all those Toy Story toys style. Quotability. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now we have to do things on toys coming <laughs> to life as well. All right. Um, we have to think about the toys. Quotability. I wrote no notes. I wrote that the script was shit. Because you know the okay the general conversationy bits of the script were all right. Okay. Yep. Yep. The voiceover of him doing the narration. Unnecessary. Un- yeah, one, unnecessary. And then I thought, like, the, whoever wrote the script, 
was like, I'm going to get really deep here and do and say things that are really yeah. deep to get people to think about photos. Not him as a person, but photos. Most people don't take photos of the little things, like a used Band-Aid. Of course they don't. I don't want to take a photo of a fucking used Band-Aid. Yeah, no, that's not Throw it cool. in the trash. No. It's, um... He was yeah, weird. it's very... I find it had the potential to be a very good character study. And I read a bit of a review that was like, oh, it's a good examination of how someone can be pushed to the limit and by no, their not. past trauma and how they might react. Like, no, it's not. It's not a good thing of anything. Well, it doesn't examine that. No. At the end of it all, we go, oh, he did that because he was abused as a kid. Yeah. We don't examine that. No. He just blatantly says it out loud. Batman Returns is a better examination of someone going mad. Because yeah, there's because there's three of them in there. And they were thrown into a river. Yeah. Or thrown out a window or thrown into a back cave. Or their parents were killed in front of them. In, and thrown... Oh, not, they weren't thrown into an orphanage. No, he was rich. So, quotability is a zero. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not leaving away with, the, with any quotes. What if I, just in a conversation decided to talk about people not taking photos of the little thing. Well, now everybody does. Well, that's the funny thing. Yeah. Everybody takes photos of the little thing. I took a photo of my plant. I'm going to take a photo of a used Band-Aid tomorrow gonna... at Lee Cole Hayhoe on Instagram. <laughs> Go and find it. <laughs> Drink. Coke no. or Pepsi? Didn't notice Didn't either. see? Zero. If there was anything in it, it probably would have been Pepsi, but I didn't notice any. Yeah. It was probably Save Mart branded... Um, cola. Yeah. Rememberability and endurance. Endurance, yeah. The dropping off some film to get developed thing isn't a thing anymore. Especially now it's like, I know these people because of their photos. Um, well, it's like not everybody does it. Or, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. Monday's our busiest day. Because lots of people you, take photos you, on the weekend. Now you don't have a busy day. You don't have a ever. busy day anymore. People still do film. I print out photos. You can't see them in a thing, but, you know, and put them on I the printed wall. printed this out. Yeah. Kmart photos online. There you go. Not even sponsored. Um, I'd but, be out of a job. Well, you are out of a job now. But then the flip side of that, you knowing someone through your photos, you do because it's of Instagram, Instagram. Yeah. and Facebook. So you could do one hour photo, but call it follow... 15 second photo, someone's story. Follower, follower story. One hour influencer. Influence me. No, because the one hour thing is the mini lab. <laughs> you could you call it hashtag no filter? Oh. Let's rewrite it. But no, you, but you could do, you could remake it as someone who becomes obsessed with the everyday family because of the life that they put on ha- Instagram. Yeah. But then behind Through the photos is that, and that's one quote that I did. Not, it's not a quotable quote. Um, how he says photos don't show the whole story. Yeah, because that's it's like, yeah. a, even more relevant. I now reckon because of Instagram. Yeah, there's always something behind it, and like, there's something behind Sai that the kid notices, but the mum's yeah. like, no, he seems very happy at work. I'm sure he's going home to a girlfriend or a family. Well, and don't just assume that. Connie yeah, Nielsen. he's not. But the he's putting on the front at work. 
Will's putting on the front with having an affair. Yeah. And even after she finds out he's having an affair, she puts on a front for a little bit. wonder if they stayed together. No, nah, he's gone. But she has no money. Yeah, he paid, he's paid child support. Yeah, true. Because he had the affair. That's true. And, and there's the, photographic evidence. Yeah, so. and in the States, if you have an affair, divorce lawyers just walk out of court with as much money. She's keeping that house. Oh, yeah, and he's moving he's, to size apartment. Yeah, he's going to be in an apartment like Because there's photos of his, of his wife and his kid. Yeah, but not him. But not him. Endurance, no. Basically, no. It doesn't stand up. Yeah, rem- I, I, and rememberability, I, don't, I didn't remember much of it, but I'd only seen it a couple of times. It doesn't stand up because the dropping off of film is so irrelevant now. And referring back to our representation, it doesn't stand up for that either. No. So what are we giving it? I give it a one. All right. I'm going to give it a one also. Oh, so this is the bit where we give it our own score. Yes. Nostalgia. Nah. Zero. Uh, one. I remember seeing it before. Yes, that's true. I have seen it before. And thinking, that's not Robin Williams. He's a creep. Yeah. I think I, think I had fonder memories of it because this was the first kind of thing I saw of Robin Williams that wasn't Doubtfire or Aladdin-style Robin Williams. Yeah. It wasn't comedic Robin Williams. I saw this before I saw Dead Poet Society. And so this was the first and I was like, oh, it's Robin Williams doing something good. Not good, but something other than silly comedian yes, Robin Williams. Comedy, yeah. So I had a bit of nostalgia for that. So I'm going to give it a 1.5. Okay. Because it let me down. Impact. Nah. Well, all I had was... He did more. It's another thing on his list of other things he's done. It broadens his credibility as more yeah, than just okay. a crazy, funny actor. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a do it that well. One though. and a half for that. I'm going to get a, 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 a zero. Oh, jeez. Like, no. It's not like then he went on to do more of these movies. Because did Insomnia come out before or after this? I think maybe around the same time, really. The same year. Yeah. But I can't remember. Insomnia was a 2002 film, which was released in Australia on September. Oh, it's Christopher Nolan. There you go. So One Hour Photo One Hour Photo is the cure for Insomnia. In September. Um... Oh, and this was released in May. Oh, no, Insomnia was released in May in the States, and this was released in August, earlier at Sundance, but August. So Insomnia came out before this one. But and it I had no impact mem- on anything. In I think from memory it's better. History. No, I don't think it had an impact on cinema. Nope. So you're giving it a zero. I'm giving it a zero. All right, rewatchability. Mm. I didn't enjoy it. So it's like, yep. I'm not going to watch it again. I think if I wanted to watch a movie about a creepy dude, I wouldn't watch this. I think with a thriller, as this is meant to be, the rewatchability comes from the build-up and the twist. 
We've already talked about the twist is taken away because you know he's been arrested. Yeah. And, and there's the build-up is too... It's, it's not slow and steady. It's just bang. But it's very early on that you see that he's taking doubles of their photos. So it's from very early that you realise he's a creepy stalker. So there's no build-up of that. No. There's no build-up of tension. It goes from he's a bit obsessed with this family to his eyeballs are bleeding. There's also no build-up of him kind of working out that he's having an affair. It's just yeah. like the woman came in, she seems familiar. Oh, she's in that photo. Oh, they must be having an affair. I'm going to go get her photos done. Yeah. He just remembers it. Yeah. And then he does it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one. Rewatchability. Yeah, because there's no thriller build-up. One as well. Before we do our overall score, is there anything else that you want to mention? Um, I think I've said everything that was bad about it. Yeah. Like, we didn't go, you said it before, we didn't go too far into it. The cops are useless. They, they seem to know there's a problem, but... They don't get to that hotel very quickly. Their title is Threat Management Unit. Let him manage that threat very well. Once they find out there's a threat, they don't act very quickly. So surely threat management comes before the action. Okay, police work, right? Yeah. Watched a few police things in my time. You go to the house... Yep. You go to the Yorkins house. Obviously, the first place you're going to look for Mr. Yorkin. Yes. He's not there. Can we come and speak to the wife? She shouldn't have to call the office. He, The cops can be like, hey, this is the police. Where is he? Eric LaSalle should be at the house. And then as soon as Will Yorkin's not there, Agent Colson should be on the phone yep. to the office. Yep. Yeah, you're right. They're terrible police people. Eric LaSalle is a much better doctor than he is a police Person. And, I nearly said woman then, but um, policeman. Clark Gregg policeman is a much officer. better shield agent than yeah. threat management officer. He's also in something else that I've watched a bit of. Clark Gregg. Greg Clark. Clark Gregg. With two Gs. Clark Gregg. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The New Adventures of Old Christine. Choke. No, it's something... Oh, That's his known for. Sorry to just give it away. We're not obviously doing a six degrees of Clark Gregg. Something, and he's, a, he's in a thing. I think he was in a, an episode. This is so weird. I think he was in an episode of Will and Grace. Well, that's possible. And he was perhaps... Oh! Uh, a number of guest spots on TV series such as Will and Grace. There you go. There you go. And I think he was like kind of obsessed with Jack. There we go. That's he plays what it is. a bit of crime. Yeah, Will and Grace may di- may divorce be with you. He plays Cam in two thousand and three. May divorce be with you. Yep. Cool. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So overall, I'm going to give it a two. I'm also going to give it a two. Okay. I t- feel like I've talked about it very harshly though. There is some good directing in it. Yep. Robin Williams is all right. 
It could have been a lot better, though. Like yeah. we've said about exploring him as a character more. Well, really. I and based on what we talked about a little bit in our last episode about it, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an eighty-one percent approval rating. That's which is reasonable, me. and uh, an average rating of seven out of ten. The site's critics' consensus reads. Robin Williams is very effective in this creepy, well-shot thriller. That's a very meh. It's a very generic thing to say. An actor is very effective. Yeah. Yeah. I read a meme the other day. We love this. That it was was like... I've got to find it again. It was like someone's review and it was... um, Venom was definitely one of the movies that came out this year. (laughs) And then it went on like that. Tom Hardy acted in this film. <laughs> um, Roger Ebert. Now, this is the one that threw us. Roger Ebert gave it a three and a half out of four. Yeah, am I missing something? Robin Williams plays Cy, another one of his open-faced smiling madmen, like the killer in Insomnia. He does this so well you don't have the slightest difficulty accepting him in the role. Mark LaSalle, hopefully not Eric's brother, of the San Francisco Chronicle noted that the film is not nearly as intelligent, thoughtful or penetrating as it promises to be. Yet the consistent delicacy and emotional clarity of Williams acting in one hour photo makes the picture impossible to dismiss. I think think Robin Williams is very good because he doesn't do too much with it. Yeah. But I think... He could have done so much more if he'd been given a lot more. Yes. I feel and that there you, was... Yeah. yeah. And when you know Robin Williams is of the calibre of Robin Williams, then you get disappointed when he's not given that much to do. As someone who can play a character very well, it's disappointing that he wasn't given the opportunity to play more of this character. Yes. To go into more depth. I would have loved to... Like Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, you watch him slowly go mad over two hours. It's not like he's kind of normal, normal, in inverted commas. Yeah. And then he loses it suddenly in Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. It's progressive across the whole movie, which it isn't with Robin Williams in this one. Yeah, I don't know. reviews... So, actually, we've got to give the... Archie Q De Niro score. So, so far we've had gold member on the Archie Q De Niro score and it scored 51 and a half out of 100. Is Salad gold? I feel that's going to be better than this. Um, it is considerably better than this. One hour photo, 23 out of 100. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's very low. Oh, That's um, That's rough. That's down there with Conair. Yeah, and Conair had less opportunity to. At one hour photo had more opportunity to get scores than Conair did. Oh, that's rough. All right, let's have a break, uh, and then we're going to do some reviews from other people um, after our break. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything literally and figuratively to have an open conversation about life no pants no problems make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode 
Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. Okay. Alrighty. Some reviews from the GOO, GOO, GOO. Go, go, Mobile. Should I start with a one star review? Well, no, because I want to give a warning from the people that, uh, someone that gave a five star review, okay? Okay. Gemini Man. Right. Uh, no, Kenny. Kenny says this. It's a great film and fun to watch Robin in this rare role, like his friend Robin. Yep. Like the woman that wrote the letter to Halle Berry. Oh, to Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> in the yes. reviews. Yeah. It's a great film and fun to watch Robin in this rare role. Don't read too much into the reviews. <laughs> okay. That's a five star. I have a one star. Okay. Man, what a letdown. <laughs> First, I was bored to death with the first half of this movie. Did you write this? I only paid attention with hopes of a really disturbing ending. To be nice, Williams played a good psycho and some of the camera work was interesting. But this movie gave me, quote, cinematic blue balls. It just didn't live up to the build-up. I would recommend this movie to all my enemies. If you want to do a case study on anticlimactic endings, then one hour photo is all you need. Save your time and money for for something else. Anything else. Ouch. Harsh. But true. Jax says, five stars. This is kind of sad. I feel bad for him. He doesn't deserve getting fired. He did his job so well. (laughs) That's the takeaway. That's the review of the movie. With the firing thing. Yeah. You're fired. Finish at the end of the week. Uh, No, fuck you. I'm out. Yeah. If anybody says finish at the end of the week, I'm like, you will never see me again. Maybe he's being nice. You can finish the week. That's not nice. Being nice would have not been firing him. But he's not nice. No, but he also had to fire him. He had to fire him. So he was being nice in letting him get the end of the week, I reckon. Okay. I've seen tons of films in my years and none have been as bad as this. Oh, Unsuspenseful, unentertaining and just plain stupid. The film has what could have been an excellent premise for a film but fails to deliver any sort of drama or suspense. Robin Williams plays a delightful character who cracks after having what he would consider a horrible day. True to life, the character does what he think is justice without any violence. Which, while this may be a great tribute to the common man reaction, it does not make for an entertaining film. Skip it and wait for rental if you feel you really must see it. Oh. That doesn't seem like a one star. That was a one star. The title of that review was Worst Film I've Ever Seen. That they, they didn't write like the worst film they've ever seen. No. Or they need to watch more movies. Robin Williams was a great actor. His loss was a terrible tragedy. That's the review. Yeah. God. That's all I've got. Yeah. The rest are very The rest vague. of well, one stars are kind of the same thing. Amazing. It's bland. Thanks for the stories, RW. This was a fantastic thriller. The Blood Eyes. If you're willing to pay $15 to see what I'm talking about, fine. But trust me, it is the only good part. No, it's not the only good part. Oh. Anyway. What are we doing next week? Next week. All right. Shall I... Ask me some trivia ask questions. Ask you some questions about this movie. Yep. So the movie we're doing next week, it was released on the 16th of November, 1997. Okay. 
1997. You no, you meant to tell me the release and the gross in one go. Oh, and it grossed 178 million from an 80 million dollar budget. Doesn't help me. <laughs> so that's not Titanic. No, it's not it, Titanic. It, so it, it does help you because it's not Titanic. All right. Yeah, no. No. Nah. No. Nah. It was directed by Les Mayfield. Um No. Got it yet, listeners? Uh <laughs> a fun fact. That's Brett trying to fact, engage. Um it was a remake of a nineteen sixty one movie called The Absent Minded Professor. Mm, mm. Flubber. It's Flubber. Flubber, the absent minded professor. I reckon I watched that before I watched Flubber. Well, you're old, so probably. No, but Not that's like Jerry Lewis, isn't it? The absent-minded ah, professor. Isn't he the nutty professor? Yeah, who's the absent-minded professor? Fred McMurray. I'm pretty sure the from my research. Absent-minded professor, 1961. Fred McMurray, Nancy Olsen, Tommy Hawke. Oh, Ed Wynn. Ed Wynn. Oh, from Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh. Laughing on the ceiling. What was the name of the other man with a wooden limb named Smith? Oh, what's the name of his other leg? That's <laughs> oh, a great joke. Love it would have meant even laugh. better if you'd said it right. <laughs> what about um, I went to my tailor to get some long johns made up? And he said, how long do you want them? Is it, oh, about October to about March. October. <laughs> hey! Northern Hemisphere jokes. So Northern Hemisphere joke. Translated it. Let's try that again. I'll March to it. October. <laughs> From March to October. <laughs> about now. It was one degree the about other now. day. About now. It was one degrees when I woke up. One degrees. Yeah. Well, All right. Apparently one day the other day when I woke up was negative two. Flubber. Um, flubber. So it stars Robin Williams, Marsha Gay Harden and Christopher McDonald. We are going the... We are going from yep. zero to a hundred in yep. terms of Robin Williams. We're going the complete one end of the spectrum to the other. Without taking a Patch Adams stop in between. Yeah. Or a, even like a Goodwill Hunting or a... Um, Dead Poets Society. Bicentennial Man. Yeah. That's not a great one. Or an RV. There's a lot of movies we we could just do Robin Williams movies. Do a spin-off. Robin Williams movies. Robin Williams movies. Um, That includes a Mork and Mindy rewatch. Yeah. Let's rewatch Mork and Mindy. Um, So I'm glad we didn't get to the cinnamonim bit because flubber's a made-up word, so I got nothing. (laughs) Flying rubber. Flubber. All right, flubber. Should we do a six degrees or? Um, yeah. <laughs> Robin Williams. No, let's. Should we do a six degrees without using Robin Williams? You're not Williams? allowed to use Robin Williams. Okay. Okay. A six degrees of two drink cinema from Flubber to um, one hour photo. Right. Okay. I don't really know a lot of what um, anybody else in these movies is in. Marsha Gay Harden. Surely Marsha Gay Harden was in an episode of ER. Um, Flubber, Marsha Gay Harden. Um, Who's Christopher McDonald? Christopher McDonald is... Oh, he's um, Scooter McGavin, isn't he? Shooter McGavin, yeah. Shooter McGavin. And he's also the dad of the sisters in that (laughs) show we like. (laughs) Happy endings. He's not Biff. Um... Okay, so flubber to Connie Nielsen, one hour photo, and Will then Yorkin. she was in Gladiator. She was in Gladiator. There's a few people in that. I don't know. I can't. I don't think I can do it because I don't know enough of um, 
what everybody well, but else also in like Flubber is in. Gary Cole has been in lots of movies, but I don't think I could tell you. Other than the Brady Bunch movie, yeah. Yeah. Shelley Long. Um, was Marsha Gay Harden in like... Wasn't she in Desperate Housewives? I think she was in like Mystic River. I want to say she was in Mystic River. Oh, God. That doesn't help though. No. Who was in... With Kevin Bacon, who was in an episode Six of, of Kevin Bacon. Oh, he <laughs> was in an episode of Will and Grace, and so was Greg, Greg Clark. Clark, Clark Greg, Greg, who was in Flubber. I mean, one hour later, maybe that's a thing. Was Jennifer Garner was Alias? Yeah. Was she married to Ben Affleck? Yes. Which means she was in Daredevil. She was in elect. Yeah, Daredevil, which is in the same universe. Oh as no, Avengers. you're not allowed to use that. Uh, no, nah. you're not allowed to use that. Fine. Um, Marsha Gay Harden. Are you looking it up and you're not even... You're cheating? No, I'm doing it. You're checking it. Um, Mystic River. All right, so what What? What did you do? So Marsha Gay Harden's in Flubber. Flubber, who's in Mystic River with Kevin Bacon, yep. who was in an episode of Will and Grace, and so was Clark Gregg. Who's in one hour photo? Well, you need to go Kevin Bacon, Deborah Messing, Clark Gregg. You can't go yeah. Kevin Bacon, Clark Gregg. Yeah. You still beat me though. Yeah. Okay. I still win. You win that one. Known for. Let's do Robin Williams. All right. Known for. Okay. I reckon we've probably done it before. We probably did it last week. Not last but week. one hour photo or two weeks ago. This is one hour photo. No, but when one hour photo came up after Golden, oh. we probably did it then. Um, um, all right. Well, I'm going to go with um, that. Do I go one out of the box? And then I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go that. I'm going to go that. I'm going to go that. I'm gonna go with and I'm going to go that. with... This is great YouTubing. Um, that. Then okay. I'm going to go with... I need one more. Oh, this is really hard. Oh, it could be anything. Jesus. And I'm going to change one. And I promise it was before I looked it up. Sure. We have witnesses now. We're, we're recording this. Yeah, I know. On video as well. Um, I need one more and I can't decide what it is. Oh, good. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, it's not going to be Flubber. Or one hour photo. Ready? No, I need one more. Oh, shit. This is hard. Because he has so many movies. And it won't be Aladdin. I'll just do that. Okay. In the number one spot. Oh, piss off. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I got that. I got that. In the number two spot. Good Morning Vietnam, which is what I changed which I had in the fourth oh, spot. Oh, how convenient. Yeah, I know. In the number three spot, Goodwill Hunting, That's which I had I in the number had. two spot. I did so that in the number three. Uh, and in the number four spot is One Hour Photo. No, it's not. It is. Fuck off. I'll do a little screenshot. I had Doubtfire, Dead Poets Society, Goodwill Hunting, and then Patch Adams. I panicked. I had... You didn't panic. It took you a minute to do it. Mm. I had Doubtfire, Goodwill Hunting, Dead Poets Society, and then Good Morning Vietnam. So Dead Poets Society didn't make it into his top four, but One Hour Photo did. That's weird. Mm. So we drew. We drew, and you won the other one, so you win this week. Yay. All right. 
So we are watching Flubber reset your thinking about Robin Williams. Yep. Uh, and if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe uh, and tell your friends. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Uh, follow us on the socials at Two Drink Cinema and follow our new social media account, uh, Two Brothers Entertainment. Yeah. Because there's going to be more coming soon from the two of us. Uh the links for all of that will be in the episode description. Flubber next week. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Sox Entertainment. For more of Odd Sox Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. <laughs>